So, Abhinav, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate most Indian movies on average? Hmm, let's see. Uh, it's, it's an interesting question and quite a difficult one, in fact. I would probably go with 5. And I to guess. find out why, listen to the rest of the podcast. Yay! Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hydra Deconstructed. Today, I'll be your host, Rahul Pabolo, and we have our all-time favorite, Rush. Um, hi guys, this is the third time we're recording this, so let's hope this goes well. <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> and we have Abhinav. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well. Yasin is on the podcast today. Hello there. Hello, man. I didn't man. interrupt them, mobile. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And now, we have a surprise for everyone. Uh, our feature, Navi, was featured in, you know, two episodes, I guess. And now she's a member of Hydra Deconstructed. So, let's give it away to Navi. Wow. That's so sweet. Thank you guys for having me. And hey, Hi. everyone. <clears throat> We're recording this for the third time, so I guess Navi is not surprised anymore. <laughs> He's not. I am actually quite touched, you know. Like, I feel so happy. It's like you're trying too hard to sound happy so you don't sound happy. <laughs> Actually, if I go on my video, you could see like my cheeks are up high there, so... Oh, uh, fair enough sure, then. Sure. So, yeah. let's, let's, let's get down to business, shall we? What are we talking about today? Well, we're not, we're not <laughs> going to talk about education, that's for sure. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> let's have some entertainment. Let's avoid, let's avoid all controversy, as much controversy as we can. Yes. So, right. what topic can we pick? And... <laughs> well, it's not. We already planned this out. It's Bollywood, you moron, or Indian yeah. cinema in general. Okay. So, Indian cinema it is. So, we're going to talk about the Indian film industry there. <laughs> okay. Where do we start from? This? Well, like, let's take it all the way back it, to the beginning. Yeah, not not all the way back. We don't want to yeah. go to like the 1800s when they first introduced cinema to India. No. <laughs> that will be yeah, way too far back, but... A bit... Well, let's... Uh, let's it, guys, guys, listen to this. Just so we're clear, we were much, much better in the first recording, and then it got stopped halfway through, so we're, we're, like, we're running on steam right now, we're running on fumes. But, li- like I said last time, what the hell did I say last time? Oh yeah, last time, since since all of us are in our, except for Yassine, we're all in our early 20s, we thought we should talk about the, we should talk about the general problems and the good things that movies had in the 90s and the 2000s, because, why not, that's what's in the script. <coughs> Good things. I like your optimism, Rosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest, uh, I I grew up watching uh, Bollywood films from the 2000s. I'm not really a fan of them, or at least I used to be a fan of them. I'm not really a fan of them anymore. I don't watch any of these films. Uh, I do watch some of the films from the South Indian industries of late because they've been they've been done much better. But going back to Bollywood, and I think uh, the 90s and 2000s were notorious for so many bad things um, in the Indian film industry. And that includes how unrealistic uh, uh, the films were and how they used to be shot in general. The overall general quality of the films were not really as good as we 
Uh, let me put it to you, let me put you this way to um, our non-Indian audience, just quite significant actually. Basically, in most movies where people do supernatural things, like you know, punching people through cars or lifting, like destroying buildings and stuff, they usually establish the people. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Let me, let me get there. Yeah, exactly. Most of the time in Western movies and Hollywood movies, they establish that these people have superhuman strength. They're superheroes, or they're magic, or whatever. In most Indian movies, for no reason, normal char- people who are meant to be normal characters have the ability to fight multiple big, strong armed men at once with no training, no superpowers or anything. There's this random guy on the street can like punch a guy so hard he flies ten miles into the air and gets shot by lightning or something. It's insane. It's like a real life anime, but horrible. I mean, things have gotten better re- recently, but then in the 90s and the 2000s, people were actually enjoying it quite, uh, quite honestly. I mean, I guess uh, there was mm-hmm. a, it was kind of a trend where you know where people uh, are you know represented as superheroes. So when they punch someone, they have to fly at least 50 meters. Yeah, I think it was uh, more about uh, you know mindless action. Yeah, people did not really care about how the story was or how. Like, uh, if you notice, there was there was not much character depth um, in quite a lot of these I mean, movies back honest, then. To be honest, what I think is that the old, I mean, the old movies, I'm not right now. Um, some of the, uh, most of them have the same storyline, I guess, right? What do you mean? I mean, the hero they show the hero, and then the heroine shows up. Villain, you know, tries to kidnap the heroine, and hero fights with villain, and hero and heroine falls in love. Actually, I think the hero and hero for heroine falling in love would occur I mean, in between, and then the villain will kidnap the heroine. Yeah, but it's kind of like the same thing again and again. For I mean, for pretty much Mario. It's pretty much like Mario. Yeah. <laughs> you just have new maps of the same exact game, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's that's completely true, and and the true. emphasis on. Um, uh, uh, the fact that love can actually win any kind of war basically, is something which has been beaten to death. And basically in most Indian movies, at some point the villain beats the crap out of the hero. He's about to lose, then he looks at the female the character, the heroine. He gets a boost because of his because of how beautiful she is or some shit. And by some miracle he wins the fight even though he's half dead. And then the hero and heroine hug each other and then it's like the movie is over after <laughs> this song comes up. No, it's not just that the hero the heroine is just mm-hmm. beautiful, it's also that the hero actually feels. You know, he has feelings for her. <laughs> so oh, and yeah. as you as you know, love or PR can it's basically a oh musical God. every single it's not a musical because a musical the whole point of the music is it's a fervor the plot it's a given yeah except this, the this thing that just doesn't make sense at some time yeah oh, the yeah. music it i don't think that the, most, uh, yeah yeah so yeah sorry the music in most indian movies for, for the most part, unlike musicals and like Hollywood, for example, it it does nothing to develop the characters. It doesn't do anything to provide exposition to the people in the audience. It does nothing except provide like a a, a way through which to have a massive like a spectacle of these beautiful actors and actresses dressed up in these clothes and have good production values just for the sake of eye candy. There's no reason. It's basically, a dance choreography I mean, yeah, in between I mean, of the I movie. I guess you can't call and I I guess you can't call an Indian movie unless they have music or dances in it randomly mm-hmm. occurring right in the middle of the movie i mean that's what no, I, 
Yeah, literally every single English person asked me, "Do you know Jay Ho? Do you know Jay?" I'm like, I don't speak Hindi. I don't know a single line except Jay Ho. That's the only thing I know. Um, I think Jay Ho was more of a patriotic song, and I think, in my opinion, it suited the context of I mean, the film. Did, did, uh, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but if you talk about um, the songs in Indian films overall, back if you go back way to the 60s and the 70s, you used to have songs because. uh people wanted to further uh make the plot move ahead they did not just sing just for oh, the yeah. sake of singing or just for the sake of having a song rather the hero or whoever was singing yeah, yeah, the song what, yeah. was I mean, going to explain what his intentions were for the next half of the film i mean yeah that's what most like, of the most of the movies which have songs do make sense why do they have it but then there's and no movies, that's back in the day yeah back in that the, was back yeah, in yeah. but then there are some movies where they just have to put a song in right in the right in the middle of the movie I mean mm-hmm. it's like that, that is something that is something which has been like happening now I mean I guess now it's like recently what I noticed was the songs usually have more budget than the movie itself I mean yeah they do, so, they do. I mean they have to go all yeah, the way to do. I mean where to Switzerland mostly Switzerland mm-hmm. yeah. Switzerland, Italy you name like they literally you just like, spend all the money all the Himalayas like, all the Himalayas exactly they just spend all, all the, the money going abroad basically i mean yeah i mean music. most of them are for i mean the uh, i mean the video i mean where the people have act, i mean shot the movie mm-hmm. at mostly due to the songs and the mm-hmm. other is just because of the plot or the actors as well it's and almost another... the same way disney works except movie doesn't make enough money as this <laughs> that's true <laughs> i mean <yeah>. exactly <laughs> Uh, people used to break into songs earlier on and then uh, it either used to be for furthering the plot or it used to be a celebratory song where genuinely speaking people inside the movie felt like they were celebrating in real life but uh, then but in the 90s in the 90s yeah. and 2000s where the party culture developed and I mean I mean let me just uh, but yeah. you tell me this when you watch an indian movie in the theater it's completely different the vibes that you get from that movie mm-hmm. is completely different when you watch a horror oh, yes. movie oh yes it's not it's not feeling, meant to be taken I mean, seriously I, the feeling of mm-hmm. the i mean where some people the hardcore fans of the actor when they literally just show up uh, on the screen everyone just goes wild i mean but that gives some it, of that some of that um act, I mean, some of that yeah, um, adoration it, isn't so I mean, that, that gives you a much is, more better vibe of i mean you want to watch no but the the, the problem i have of that is some of the adoration these actors get is literally not warranted because in the older days like like said like when our parents generation these actors this is when the indian film industry is coming up they they they're like they, no no one was related to anyone these actors and directors had to come up with their own talent and skill only the best of the best could be, make money in this industry but nowadays even now in nowadays past the 90s and 2000s and 2010s 2020s most of the big name actors are just are the daughters or the sons of directors and like uh the old school actors and that's not you know it's like while while act- we before we go to that you what uh, rahul talked about is also something uh, it, i wouldn't say it's a problem but it has uh, been a generational thing because yeah, right. let's say mm-hmm. uh, let's say you have been uh, you were born in 1980 and when you reach 1990 you're 10 years old So from 10 years old when you actually grew, back then you know in the 1990s or the 2000s for example you never really had the internet to actually uh, search for different films you never had Netflix you never had uh, 
uh, you know prime video or whatever to uh, to watch different movies that you used to have uh, and when you used to go to the cinemas you used to have the same set of actors who used to repeatedly perform in different movies and they used to make movies really quickly because and and they used to not offer a variety in their films that people got used to these movies and this is what they came to expect uh, uh, from these people so it's it's that people have uh, no other idea as to how movie as as to whether movies can be made differently they grew up watching these films and uh, hence that's how they think indian films have to be yeah so and i, I mean, think the, that I mean, that culture has yeah, evolved yeah. into a big thing mm-hmm. yeah like people expectation i mean they expect to be the same thing what they used to do before so that mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of one way why uh, you don't find those many varieties i guess in these movies but then yeah let's mm-hmm. say I'm like you said let's say at Yeah. yeah those movies actually brainwashed people right now i'm like 20 something and i still know nothing about like you know real life i mean not <laughs> mm-hmm. you know they show like really less reality and like so much fantastical stuff and all that i mean awesome at one point yeah exactly at one point when i was a kid i actually thought oh mm-hmm. I, i guess i can do this cuz he can do that <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind if they show fantastical stuff as well. It's just True. that these films lack a basic sense of morality, yeah. in my mm-hmm. opinion. At this uh, point, it's just like someone applying the template and just like doing it over <laughs> and over again. And and once you know that a certain yeah. template works in the Indian film industry, it will be mm-hmm. done repeatedly until you are beaten to death. I mean, yeah, exactly. Even That's after it's beaten to death, they keep exactly, doing it. Yeah, some people mm-hmm. uh, like let's say a director he makes a movie. Uh, let's say it's a different type of movie compared to the other normal movies which we get from the indian one this guy makes a hit movie and then he gets lots of money and then now everyone else wants a piece of that action mm-hmm. so they start making those same things like yasin said all you would that something movie, similar they take the same template and then put it on I mean Hollywood doesn't does something similar but they don't copy paste it like beat I mean, for yeah, beat over the other yeah, movies exactly exactly <laughs> how many but, times have we seen dulania dil, dil uh, what is dilwale dulania le jaye that film ADLJ. has been mm-hmm. the same storyline has been uh, transcending into different generations and we exactly. see similar I mean, was, like they made a remake line. themselves at yeah, the end right. that, that was much. like a baseline for every other movie like, people have to start i mean okay now this movie was a super hit and then it was playing for almost 24 years in a single theater so now these guys want to uh, have a same piece of of that action so everyone else all the directors produ- producers and all that they're like okay fine let's take that as a concept and let's just uh, change one or two dialogues and we'll make a hit in our industry are in some are are in some cases they just change the language they yeah. just change the language to a certain regional indian language and they just yeah. rip it off completely we <laughs> yeah. all know the psychological thing that guys did to girls where uh, if the girl turns back to the towards the guy it means she likes him or she oh my god that's so true it's oh yeah that's that's, uh, that's completely unrealistic yeah. it's like <laughs> i mean the romance in most indian movies is pretty much follows the, a guy sees a pretty girl follows her for half the movie girl says no repeatedly then a song happens the girl somehow falls in no, love no, no, no. and hero then fights. there's a fight scene where the hero oh wins. there's a fight scene yes yes that's true it's true like <laughs> of course uh, there's a fight scene where the hero has to prove his worth to the heroine by, by protecting by, by protecting the girl from some villains and then someone that makes like her fall in love again at this point it looks like nat geography what do you mean the <laughs> 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 the hero is like some you know apex predator trying to prove himself to the female animal <laughs> he fights on all these villains and all these guys and like my place my area i rule this area 
Oh god you are so right to be honest and I think it's like I know how we went from movies to Nagio but that's like it's legit it's a David Attenborough's narrative in Indian movie now we see a typical Indian hero he looks like a normal guy but apparently he's way better than everyone else now we see a bad guy run towards him the hero he is in his natural habitat yeah natural habitat he flicks him with one finger and then he and his head comes flying off you know and then oh god and cue music Cue music. Cue music. Cue. I mean, at least I mean, at least the uh, Nat Geographic has a uh, proper editing to its documentary. <laughs> I mean, But Indian films cool. back in '90s and 2000s did not have proper fight choreography. They did not have proper editing, yeah, and yeah. Uh, their creative liberties were not taken at all. I mean, when they were taken, they were completely out of the ordinary. You know. But they didn't perform very animated. well. Most of the time when I try something new most of the movies didn't perform very well unfortunately no many of them recently i noticed something soap operas in india have better video quality than the film itself really i mean it, i guess i, it, I guess it's that. a reason because the old movies kind of had that same texture of the you know or aspect ratio they had for all the other movies and i guess that's like something which people want to see in a movie or that's what uh, differentiates a movie to a soap uh, soap opera Let's talk about the fight sequences in the 90s and 2000s. Oh my god. Oh, oh dude. Don't, don't get me started with that. <laughs> let me let me let me describe one beautiful fight scene, okay? It's a chase scene. Like there's one hero in a jeep. There are two like people in blue villains or whatever, the villains goons chasing behind him. The one villains behind him chasing another jeep, another villains in front of him in another jeep. Uh, but the villain behind the hero is shooting like a bazooka at him. The rocket's going like 2 miles an hour super slowly. The hero sees the um the missile towards the coming towards mirror. him in in his rear view and he gets scared he turns the steering wheel to the left the car itself flips over goes past the hero's car and hits the car in front of him blows that up and then he escapes oh yes i know i i know I exactly mean, the movie you're referring to but i'm not going to talk about it yeah i guess no i guess scorpio and uh, was that tata safari i guess these guys sponsor every single you know south indian and movie the, i guess and so all those and all those cars get destroyed in the exactly. movie exactly i mean cuz every single <laughs> movie they use these particular cars as well. i mean When, or maybe it's cheaper to get who knows and the omni van for the kidnapping exactly I mean, oh that's, that's true like, that's true thing i mean these are the three iconic vehicles in movies which everyone know tata safari dude i was afraid of i was afraid of omni vehicles omni. <laughs> i was afraid of omni vehicles as a kid because i thought someone kidnapped me and my family <laughs> i mean yeah but then that's i mean in one way it's kind of like uh, a uh, what do you say a uh, place where people whoever wants to uh, show off the new vehicles they show it in yeah, the product movies. placement yeah, product placement and then yeah they show it off in the movies it gets exploded they use that same vehicle in the next movie for somehow i don't know and then people oh this is a nice car cuz it blows up and nothing happens to it so let's go buy that like if you want to compare limited this way of course half the problem is that we, we, we it's in the film industry you haven't got much money for fight choreography but if you look at old school chinese kung fu movies and old school jackie chan movies yeah, yeah, yeah. those fight scenes they barely had any budget and those guys like risked their lives to make these amazing action sequences i mean most of them, i mean most of them are uh, who are trained in those particular i mean that's true like in china for example i'm not sure if it's china mm-hmm. or hong kong it's one of those two they either have the, they have some little peaking opera i mean in something. indian cinema you can just like fly I mean, yeah, like legit. That's, that's basically I mean, the whole thing. If you want have to have a particular superpower, arts. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Like we have our own martial arts. We can actually. Uh, yeah, you just fly whenever you want. Just <laughs> think about it. 
exactly what i was thinking why don't we why it, it was a wasted opportunity we never really utilized our own martial art forms into the films in the 90s and 2000s and yeah. i think the the generations which kept watching these are only now starting to realize that uh, there was immense potential uh, for indian film industries to go one step forward but rather they went 10 steps backward in the action choreography especially because if you look at especially things like in the action choreography no give exactly. you because i'm talking about old school movies if you look at things like police story which is a jackie chan movie made in the 80s or 90s i don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. dude the sequences in that are insane they're better than most I mean, of stuff yeah, that's actually what, did in that's the what, west yeah i mean they have a proper uh, choreograph i mean they have a proper i mean I mean Jack Chan's ahead. I mean Jack Chan's like the king of action action scenes exactly. to be they fair like, stars, they actually like, use yeah. they actually use martial martial arts for their fights yeah. which yeah. are based off the actual ones whereas and they just also, like fly out the room oh, yeah, yeah it's true like about, no, in talking about fight scenes uh, I mean in most of the Hollywood movies they only use one angle of the uh, act, uh, act, uh, I mean actor fighting what do you then, mean I mean like for example if Jackie Chan is fighting It's only like one side of him showing. If it, like he's showing his side. It means side, like one take. Yeah, one, one take. Or one take or only one side of him fighting. But then when you see it in the Indian movies, when there's an action scene, there's like this there's like three to four uh scenes of the same guy he's beating the up. I mean, same guy beating Oh yeah, pretty person. much pretty much like one punch should be shown in five different five, angles yeah, with exactly. the same result. Yeah, like there are different different angles for all these Indian movies. I mean, If uh, if the hero is beating up the villain, no 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 no, the, the, he doesn't even punch. Half the time, the, the villains run towards the hero. He just stands <laughs> there. They fly away. Yeah, that's why. I mean, there are like four or five angles of it. But then when you compare it with the Hollywood one, there's only like one angle. Um, to be fair, to be fair, the most fun, most. Fun. Sorry, go on. Having many angles is not the problem, but uh, I mean, the way kind of, you choreograph I mean, it and film it is what it depends. Yeah, I mean, so. like I feel sad for that guy. Keep on getting pulled back each and every single shot. And I think it's it's not just about comparing it with uh, Hollywood, for example. We can talk about various other Asian industries as well. Like yeah, Ross talked about Police Story with Jackie Chan in uh, Hong Kong. We can go to Indonesia. We can go to Korea. Uh, films back then over there did not really focus on um, uh, larger than life elements. Rather, they focused on grounded realism I and think, morality. Yeah, I think Navi has more to talk about than 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 us about Asian cinema. <laughs> How do you think Asian yeah, cinema was in the uh, in the 90s and 2000s, Navi? The 90s and 2000s, like a lot, of, there were romantic stories, but they were not like these Indian uh, movies where it was like a uh, you know guy chasing a girl and uh, all that. that uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Nat Geo crappy <laughs> thing. They sh- they show this slice of life, even though they they have this little uh, what do you call it, fantastical uh, so element. So fresh. Yeah, but. There is a slice of uh, life element in all those movies. If you see, like for anime, I know it's a different topic, but they have this very realistic things. Even though you have all this uh, larger than life characters, like not like the, they, they have they have like day to day stuff that the people like going to school, yeah, going to work, just exactly. friends talking to friends and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you know. exactly. And, and I think it's not just that. It's yeah. not just that. Uh, there are other compliments of uh, like. Uh, you used to have stunning editing. You used to have proper camera work. You used to have a real script, dialogues. Everything used to work well together when you were talking about that. And I think that yeah. was not really shown in Indian cinema, isn't it? In Asian movies, you, I don't. I know even if the story is not so great, if it in Asian movie, an average Asian movie is way better than most Indian movies because of the cinematography, the screenplay. Oh my God, the amazing camera work. Like I said in my K-pop episode before. Like in Asia, for some reason they have mastered the editing, they have mastered the camera work, 
they have mastered the screenplay like trust me if you see the behind the scenes and how they made and you you see, go see the original thing you will be mind blown at the amount of efforts and work that they put and the plots itself they're like so so good you know there's the movie called korean uh, movie called miracle in selama 7 oh yes i think i've heard of it i don't know what that is yeah. no idea it's about his father getting into jail he is like wrongly accused and uh, he gets this uh, death sentence oh my god spoiler alert but <laughs> i mean sentence. he's in the jail cell so you know <laughs> so he gets a death sentence he has a daughter he has like this 8 year old daughter in jail no 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 she's not in jail what oh, okay, the is that she sneaks into jail you know and how that story goes about how oh my god it's such a heart wrenching story you guys it, should it's, watch it uh, judging from it's what she's saying all these characters have enough character depth and the fact that indian movies exactly. lack that one particular thing is a bit frustrating I, isn't it i guess all of indian, us can agree in indian movies exactly. like the characters are kind of like you know saturday morning cartoon villains like they're very one or two dimensional one dimensional i'll i'll say they're too one dimensional <laughs> <laughs> like i mean the acting the acting in so many is wood and the, uh, so many of these wood movies are quite wooden it's like they're either overacting or underacting a lot of these actors i mean i guess that's uh, maybe due to the pay grade what the actors get i mean <laughs> oh yes <laughs> Oh, maybe that could also be a reason, especially yeah. with the female. But, but I do think that Bollywood could have used that opportunity because there were a few movies, like for example, the love stories and all, which worked really well in the '90s. And using that, the directors could have taken a bold step forwards, forward by going towards experimental films and ensuring that they uh, put um, uh, more emphasis on mm-hmm. the script, the screenplay, the editing, the acting. And, there uh, are the good writers in India. They just like go abroad and they probably find somewhere. <laughs> probably. Yeah. That as well. Yeah, like that as well. Night Kamla. I noticed Kamla? recently. Uh, Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. I recently I noticed in like uh, the new version of High School Musical, which was going, which is going on right now. There's a new version. The writers actually. New version of High School Musical. They basically made a series with it for Disney Plus. What? Oh wow. And I noticed who the writer was. He was an Indian. Was he Indian American? Was he proper Indian who went to America? Is the difference? Uh, proper Indian who went to America. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, M Night Shyamalan I mean, was a proper Im- uh, Indian who went to America, isn't he? Really? Uh, yes, he yes, was an immigrant. There he are grew a lot of Indians who just like went there, basically. Uh, that's for most industries, not just mm-hmm. cinema. Yeah. And I think that reflects that reflects. I, mean, I, uh, I guess that can be. I mean, you know, many people who work in uh, who studied in India and go, going abroad. That, I mean, people can just find that find that out in our previous podcast, I guess. True, oh no, true, true. we're not going to talk about the education system for a very no, long no, time. No, 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 no. no. Uh, okay. But rather, if you if you think about it, that it shows that um, we haven't really utilized this to the maximum extent, and people have grown I mean, up watching these one these one dimensional I mean, characters, these one dimensional films, and now these actors have their own stockets, like Ross said early on in the podcast. And there is a growing trend of nepotism, isn't it? Yeah, it's like many actors only get a shot just because they're related to another actor. Like, I mean, no nepotism exists in Hollywood, but for example, Tom Hanks's kid's an actor. Um, I think, like, but uh, and I think I forget the guy, a guy who um, is a main character in Shit's Creek, which is a really good comedy series. Let's but just say dad, we're just like ten levels ahead of everyone. Else. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. For example, like, well, in I remember listening to a podcast the other day, and this actor, I forgot his name, he's related to another famous Canadian actor. But the thing he said was, nepotism only gets you so far. Yeah, it gets. You auditions, but if you mess up the audition, it doesn't matter whose son you are, it, you won't get in the movie. Yeah, 
it's a different story that's, here though yeah. yeah like will smith for example will smith tried to make his son uh, a superstar and it failed miserably if will smith was an indian actor he would be the top most actor right now even though, even though will smith's son isn't the best actor in the world to say to, to, to bit it lightly and that did uh, really hurt the upcoming talent isn't it because the the people who really can show the talent are not really allowed into the industry because of uh, nepotism. various nepotism issues everywhere yeah, else that's true and that's and true. i wouldn't mind if nepotism happens and these star kids actually have the potential to act and become really good actors uh, but it's just that uh, they don't even seem to be trying that that hit really hurts the most it's yeah. like they just it's like it's like they phone it in literally uh, uh, it's yeah, like it's like they have nothing to do with life and then they're like they were forced to go into these films and act in there and they do it so lifelessly that the audience completely lose interest i guess navi you were saying something else i don't think yeah like there's a lot of potential like we 1.2 billion people like how hard is it to find someone who is a quality whose quality of acting is like really like, high it's not just the actors being related to other actors even act like for example in most movies even if the actors slightly dark skin they would make them look whiter just so that the movie like apparently runs going on good runs it's like it's a lot of racism in our industry as well it's like if you like a lot like for example many dark skin actors especially in many bollywood movies they only they the directors only cast them in roles where they're like you no know, poor or they're from a lower class or something like that and that's kind of messed up and if they're dark skin the directors would like don't worry ma will make you lighter skin so the movie runs properly it's like you can actually that, notice through some actors actually through through their career they'll just let the skin lighten over time yeah it's like it's, it's so yeah. weird. it's and like I, and, i mean there are many uh, actors and actors who i mean i mean that's you can see that transition I mean in you Hollywood it did happen like, oh my how, god with female actors yes that's so true yeah that's true with the male um, actors it's not so strict but if you see with the female actors if you've seen actresses like uh, in a 10 year span how they started and how they are right now you'll be mind blown at the difference like they'll, they'll, i think they'll... it's not completely the actresses faults as well because they were yeah, indeed forced not... to change into mm-hmm. a lighter skin because uh, there's a uh, 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 be- believe it or not no, even if you're not willing to admit it or not there is uh, quite a lot of uh, casual racism in india I, I think skin color racism is the most important out of all of these. It's like uh, it's so it's so stupid. It's like um my my relatives I like my relatives never like if I get like my skin a bit tan cuz I'm going outside they're like you've gotten darker no like it's a bad thing I'm like I have I didn't notice. And then covid since I'm inside most of the time my skin's gone lighter and my relatives like oh my god you look so much better you look lighter I'm like what? And it shows. Yeah, and it shows so people itself are uh, really you know really want to about how the skin looks like. Now to all these actors and actresses they promote these skincare products which don't work saying you'll be get you'll get the job you want you become beautiful just because you have lighter skin and it's like what the hell mm-hmm. I think you recently companies got under flame for this and they're like changing names Oh that's true it's changing now but it's still a bit of a problem Yeah, yeah I mean they you know even the ingredients are changing renaming their uh, brands because of this Mm even they've done everything what this Sorry even the ingredients that they use in this so called skin care and uh, all that Organic. they're like really harmful for the skin which still have like a permanent they are? effects yeah they are oh like, i know that uh, that will yeah. be a really good topic for another podcast episode <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah all this whitening creams or brightening creams instead of whitening they change into brightening and that's the thing so they 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 get these actresses to represent these brands and show that uh, if you use this product you're going to get uh, uh, you know get whitened up as well 
and yeah, that, that's the a problem which is deeply rooted in the industries not just in the south indian industries but specifically speaking it's it's predominant in the bollywood industry uh, as well i guess and uh, i'm thinking about all the mistakes he's done here to to become fair what oh, what and i'm just saying i mean <laughs> I, wherever I, we are i i really hope that people are really proud of the color and i i i guess that extends i i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that extends to bollywood I mean, as well because i think it's hollywood it did kind of happen where white especially in the 60s for example in 1962 i believe a movie called lawrence of arabia was made which uh, it's about a guy called t t e lawrence who was a man who fought a british officer who fought in world war 1 along with the arabs and helped them win, win their side of the war and alec guinness who is the guy who played obi-wan kenobi played um i forget the name of the prince but he played a really uh, important arabic prince. and the acting mind you Alekin is a great actor so he did a good great job of the role but yet to remember this is the 1960s so a white actor being be uh, portraying like a brown skin guy or an asian guy was uh, was not that um wasn't considered to be offensive because this was 50 60 years ago but okay. things have changed it's like you can't have, do the same thing now in modern day india because you know we're modernizing you can't have his old school ideas you know saying only white skin actors in a country full of darks and people can be like you know uh, portrays these beautiful amazing people on screen it's just it's just a wrong mentality to have modern day exactly. americans and british people in making movies on that and i i really feel that uh, both the actors and the actresses have to embrace these brown skin person uh, brown skin if they really do have a brown skin then yes i think they have to really completely embrace it and be proud of what i mean uh, there's nothing just just to clarify there's nothing wrong with, with indians with light skin but to pretend that's the only thing that's beautiful is it's just wrong Yeah, yeah that's true and, and i i guess we can do better because uh, it's i don't think it's solely on the actors or the actresses who are uh, really responsible for doing this it's also the producers and the directors who force these actresses uh, to ensure that they are as uh, fair as possible and it's a it's a mindset which is deeply rooted in the indian minds like and speaking of forcing the actresses to do things remember the item songs that used to be popular back in the day oh my oh, 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 oh my god oh yeah <laughs> Like explain to the explain to the foreign audience what an item song is. Uh, how how do we do this? <laughs> I, no I don't know how to explain this. To okay, basically, basically there's, there's one song which lasts four or five minutes in the movie, specifically there to show off an actress in super uh, uh, revealing clothing and having zoom ups of her sets, for lack of a better term, for no other reason other than to um, excite the male audience in the theater. No, I think it's it's well, just I guess in one way it's a form of art. Not really. Boy, <laughs> you don't call such I'm sorry, things I'm art. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It really is an art. I'm sorry. It's not an art. I don't think zooming up on the belly button of an actress is art. <laughs> no, 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 not exactly, all that. Not all that. Not all that. Like complete sexual harassment. I mean, yeah, not all that. I mean, the way they portray the song. I mean, like um, no, setting, no, no, setting. No, no, no. I'm no. The, no. Okay, fine. No, 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 no. You no. <laughs> just just no. when I. <laughs> It's sexual. No, you're actually seeing the true side of that. It's 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 hardly harassment but it is it's, it's just over sexualization. There's nothing wrong with that. This is not my true side. To be honest, this is not my true side. Let's let's ignore that. We're not we're not your therapist, okay? It's not. <laughs> no, I mean it, 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 and it doesn't serve the purpose for the film as well. There is no exactly. use in the plot. It's just I mean, it just solely exists for the pro- I mean, purpose of entertainment or party song. I mean, granted, like I mean, in 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 Hollywood movies, they have like attractive women wearing slightly revealing clothing, but they don't spend five minutes mentioning that in a song. 
and yes exactly these item songs are not just about uh, visual appeal it's also about uh, using the lyrics to convey uh, a sexual meaning uh, to the audience and i think um, that's not really necessary in films uh, right now now granted there is this idea of um, the idea of item songs actually came back from way back if you go back to the mughal era where uh, uh, the kings and uh, the courtiers yeah, actually used to that's different because the kings it was it went their courthouses it was a private thing exactly you know, yes it was a private thing that's the point and and that 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 evolved slowly into and that uh, a similar thing happened with uh, the british raj as well and i think that evolved slowly into the films by showing that back in the day back in uh, older indian films not just bollywood but also other uh, movie industries as well uh, let's say the south indian industries as well uh, the the main reason why the item song existed was not um uh, for the fact that they were they existed just for the sake of having an item song rather um a few of the item songs used to have some basis on to used to serve some basis on the plot what do you mean it used to be it used to be like either tricking up a certain king or a queen oh. uh, or uh, you know tricking uh, a messenger for the king and uh, it, it used to gel well together and i i wouldn't say that it, that happened with all the films back in the day uh, but i think this trend slowly became popular with the rural audience or the urban audience as well and you know slowly evolved into a completely different thing and uh, right now right now it's just over sexualization and probably sexism uh, if you if you yeah. think about it oh my god i mean to be fair to be fair certain songs have the guys like uh, having like eight packs and stuff with like the muscle inside of bowling balls and like like dance to run and that's the thing that's the thing Oh, thank you, yeah, thank you. The the item songs actually <laughs> came under the wrath of the audience of late. And really? uh, what Bollywood thought is fine if if what? we are portraying we, women in this way, no, no, then can, let's do the opposite. No, can you say that again? The Bollywood songs, yeah. the item songs, came under the wrath of the audience. When? Oh, I mean, oh, when? Uh, from for the past ten years, it's a fairly recent thing. Oh, okay, And okay. People fair have fair been uh, people have been questioning as to why these things have become popular. I think it's uh, it started the trend started in two thousand five or six where people started to question the authenticity of or the purpose of item songs in the film. So what the Bollywood makers did was they tried to reverse the trend by saying that here you go, we're having. Uh, uh even the male actors to do something similar and i guess this is for the female audience and i i don't think that really solved anything isn't it <laughs> it, it it never really served any purpose what's the point of over sexualizing uh, an actor or an actress um, once again uh, when- i mean once again uh, hollywood movies have a similar thing where like even especially the recent like um big blockbuster movies they have a scene like a 2 3 second scene where a main character shirtless and they show how like big his pecs are or whatever but once again 2 seconds of one scene versus a 5 minute song are two very different things exactly yeah. and i and i don't think uh, and again by by well, i'm saying they're over sexualizing of um, uh the male actors i think if you really need an example you can probably take dardai disco songs from om shanti om <laughs> and i think that's just and i think that's just one example there have been several movies which have done before there's nothing there's nothing really wrong with the film it's just that um the reversing the trend and saying that over sexualizing anybody is uh, good for that matter is it's it's it does, it defeats the whole purpose isn't it uh, yeah, what's it- the point of having it when you really don't when it doesn't really serve any basis for the plot or moving mm-hmm. the film forwards speaking of that um speaking of that i mean um speaking of comparing it to hollywood there's one thing that indian movies lack that i don't think is going to change anytime soon is that the quality of our cgi and vfx is nowhere near as good as hollywood's 
Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I completely agree. I, uh, and I think one of the reasons is that we don't really have the budget for it. But even then, once again, like I said, with these old school, like if you look at old school, but then again, that's a true point. Even in old school Hollywood movies, they had more money than us in the 80s and stuff to make these practical effects, which we really don't have the cash for. But even then, it's like, I don't, I can't, I, I can't think of any specific examples mm-hmm. where, like... Even when we had enough money, Robot 2.0 or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah, almost yeah. look I, I like think... some kid who's learning Unreal Engine just went inside and... Yeah, the CGI on, the, on those movies I mean, were yeah, like, I mean, I, like uh, in one way the Indian industry did increase I mean did improve from its um, previous movies about the VFX mm-hmm. and CGI but then I guess it just wasn't yeah. good enough let's yeah say. it wasn't good enough but then in a way I guess they are starting to implement CGI movies right now in, in today movies like uh, Bahubali uh, where most yeah, of the yeah. majority was mm-hmm. VFX but then there was uh, uh, there were some scenes where they where they did use CGI mm-hmm. so I yeah, think I mean, Bahubali was a good example of a well made Indian movie yeah, yeah exactly I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the film was perfect with its uh, graphics we're not going to say it's perfect no, but exactly yeah it's, it's a step in the right direction the thing is like, exactly yeah, it's, I mean Rajan really uh, yeah. did do a really good job in how he directed the movie and then how he portrayed the actor and all that So like yeah, the VFX is actually was really good, but then when you compare it with the CGI part, um, I mean there is a there is a lot of uh, place. By VFX you mean like you know by VFX you mean like the the background palaces. Well yeah, and, so yeah, yeah, VFX is basically all those background and those explosions. That's what that's where you use VFX and CGI are more used for your close-up shots because. It gives you that uh, minute detail of the actor or the like, for example, actor. like Thanos's face and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all CGI. <laughs> so, so yeah, even uh, in Infinity think, War, uh, they it... did use VFX as well. But then, uh, just because there was more close-up shots of each and every single actor, and not every single ar- actor is a human in that movie, uh, it's mostly CGI as well in that. AKA Rocket Raccoon and Mr. Groot. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think we didn't uh, Indian films in general back then did not really let's say one we did not really have the budget to execute that levels of CGI. Our expertise. But then the uh, way I mean actually the way they uh, showed and uh, I mean like you know this olden day uh, black and white movies where they had uh, 60s Rama, 70s yeah, Ramayan and then you have all these um, other movies Mahabharata all that. In that the BFX and the the idea of portraying like a single arrow splitting into like 5 or 100 or something that was like But, a creative part of them like you know trying to uh, uh let's say play with the vfx and know how it's used but then when you come they put it, actual effort into changing it the, exactly yeah. yeah but then those made sense back then i mean it was like they're trying to you know play with it but then when you compare that same movie a remake in the you know our latest let's say 2017 okay i guess they made the remake of mahabharatam or was it ramayan i'm not quite sure i'm sorry but then the vfx in that was horrible i mean it they just ruined the whole movie i guess and i think back then in the in the 60s they used uh, a mix of both uh, cgi uh, and vfx practical effects we didn't have cgi back then we did not VFX. really have it so it was completely practical it's effect VFX, what yeah. Uh, yeah and what people can do now is that uh, they cannot necessarily allocate all the budget towards uh, having uh, you know cgi or vfx rather they can because have a mix of that and practical effects because that works really well together exactly. the problem with practical effects is that it takes a lot of time to get prop to do properly like these old school movies like for example like these guys seen the, the movie the thing the horror movie the thing in the 80s uh, yeah 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 
Okay, you know the monster they use in that, right? The yeah, actual yeah, alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, of course, I know. Yeah. All of that was was practical effects because the guy who did it, I forget the actor, the um, the the um, the um, I forget the VFX guy, whatever his name is, but um, the guy who did it had years of experience doing special effects for movies, which uh, and you know because of, because in Hollywood the, way, the the um the quality of special effects does get better and better every decade, he had that to fall back on all those like years of knowledge and experience and also the budget of a Hollywood movie. Most and Indian exactly special effects. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what. Most, most Indian special effects artists don't have those years of experience exactly. where the industry that's gets what, better and better. Yeah, exactly. And so we don't have, have a high budget on the movie. You still will be getting the same. Uh, I mean, end product of the same uh, one if you put a low budget movie on it. And one of the, the problems with. Yeah, one of the problems yeah. with this uh, uh, this whole uh, allocating this separate budget for VFX is that now the producers uh, uh, give the directors or uh, every other single assistant director or uh, the special effects directors and everyone they get this uh, they give they get given this budget as an overall package rather than not being split up. So what exactly. happens is yeah. half of the budget goes to paying the actors itself, paying for their remuneration, and yeah. uh, what little money they have left is is so little that you can't really recreate what your vision is into onto the screen. and uh, practical for practical effects like ross said that um, years of experience is needed and quite a lot of it's a very time intensive thing uh, yeah, what exactly. that that's a whole point isn't it we're going to the movies to enjoy the experience rather than watching uh, a lifeless um, or mindless action entertainer rather you like, want to go and experience uh, realism rather you don't want it to be as cartoonish I mean, as you no, as no, you I mean, want that, that expectations of realistic fight scenes realistic acting realistic whatever only came around when in the mid 2000 early 2010s when indian audiences finally had access to western films with better production values so we expect the same in indian films so we're and it's not, this, I mean, it's not just, just the western yeah, films again yeah. mind you it's also with the asian industry as well exactly uh, most, we we are mm. we, we are probably the biggest or the second biggest industry in asia but we are still far lagging behind in terms of technical quality and also storytelling and cinematography and that as yeah, well sometimes sorry sometimes with the movies with indian movies like it's all about like either hero being this glorified thing or some random love story yeah i mean he But has really to be portrayed wish... as the main person no matter what yeah But I really wish we had a lot of historical stuff so that we could at least learn our history through um, movies because movies have yeah, a lot of. Um, last time we did that, we did, it became last time we did it, it became a bit of a problem. So let's that's not that's never going to happen. <laughs> what what move? What film are you referring to? Sure, 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 sure. I won't mention a name. I don't want to die. Uh, <laughs> because with uh, Asian movies, if you see in general, like if you go in China or Japan or Korea. They have like a lot of historical movies which are actually based on their actual history. Though the story part might be fictional, but you know the elements of them being. But the problem, I mean, the problem of that is we can't because uh, because things are still contentious uh, in India right now with different um, people with different religions, blah 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 blah. Because of our history and because of course certain individuals within our country want to. Um, Weaponize those differences just to get votes. Weaponize. Keep. I mean, I mean for, we can use it. We can't. No, 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 no. We cannot. Unlike China, I'm not sure what the political thing is like in China. But if they made a historical movie, say, set during, I don't know, the the Mughal Empire, say during like I don't know, like uh, during the Ashoka's time, they will make a controversy out of it just to rile up their uh, extreme voters, just so that they can get like you know a vote. 
it won't be they, they won't take it they'll just make they'll just uh, make a big deal out of it for no reason it happened before in the past will happen in the future just so no but but again that's an entirely d- different uh, yeah. take yes that will be happening but at least we will be having a quality film in our hands now the thing is what you're saying w- would not work if the director of a certain film or if we, let's say a director is really wanting to make a film based on history what he should do is he should take he should either be as uh, uh, you know as historically authentic uh, yeah as authentic as possible that is he has to have complete base it completely off real life events and make sure the characters do not deviate from their uh, real life personalities and ensure that that uh, that's how realistic it is or he should take a few minor inspirations from it and have a no have his own creative output from it so historical he shouldn't really Yes, historical yeah, fiction historical essentially. Fiction. Yeah. And I think like, we can we can learn quite a lot from our own past and history and if you're really going for historical films, that's the way to go. You can you can take a few few events, take a few borrow a few inspiration from them and make sure you have your own creative uh, output from that. I guess but in, in the current political situation I don't think that's possible because people will weaponize that to get votes. It's what's going to happen. No, it doesn't matter. As long as as long as you get a quality film in your hands, it doesn't matter what the politics. I mean, are. to be fair though, to be fair though, I mean, the the thing movies and this quality of movies that Bollywood's putting out even though these good movies are few and far between are getting better movies like pink for example talks about a very important topic like you know like the way in which some women are treated horribly in india due to sexual assault and stuff like that it talks about that in such a respectful realistic manner that, that i was almost crying watching that because it's such a good movie however we, there are other really good um bollywood movies that come out as well like pk for example talks about religion 10 years back free idiots came out and talked about the indian education system like so many movies come out to talk about real life indian problems and they do it in a really respectful manner and they make good money you know those movies got good news and make good money and this by indian standards so things are changing but those kind of movies are few and far between you know and and it doesn't really matter if these um, films are you know uh, uh, just based on real life events or like let's say 3 idiots 3 idiots is very grounded in reality you don't really have to have these films people can also uh, go to, uh, towards experimental genres like going for uh, uh, maybe a thriller or a supernatural thriller or a crime thriller anything is fine but as long as they execute it well it's it's a really good thing for uh, the entire industry as a whole like for example you can go for uh, uh, of uh, recently you've seen films such as article 15 and antadur and uh-huh. we all know how much impactful they were as films and how good they were and i think these films are really like you said they we are seeing starting to see a change and i think there are there were really two different films which had such an impact for uh, for directors to take all these creative things the first film was dangal and i think oh, that yeah. had a major impact on the indian film industry oh, that, by ensuring that, that amazing and it, it changed the whole landscape it opened yeah, it up new on, ideas it was I mean, based on a real person right it was based on a real like olympic level um, wrestler right in yeah, india it was, wasn't it now this is the thing this is the thing with dangal okay uh, they did not completely take real life events and place it they did they did take a few events uh, but at the same time they added a few creative liberties to them now There were, this is not a problem because first they got the permission of the characters family. they were portraying in real life okay the so family, they really yeah. had that yeah the family they really had the permission from the family to take this creative liberties and two it's not completely historical you know of uh, where people know from that part of the time no longer live anymore so it's a fairly recent thing and you can take this creative liberties and that's why i think the film worked uh in terms of uh, story and it's not just the story it's also the way the uh, the screenplay of the film uh, uh, engages you and, and also he, he, and, we have to and rate character them 
Now we have to rate. We have to rate Amir Khan's amazing effort for you know changing the way he looks for different parts of the movie, like becoming a fit wrestler to a a, a slightly o- overweight old man. Like the way he changes mm-hmm. bodies, insane. You know the amount of effort he put into that. Exactly, and uh, and when you have an actor as dedicated to his uh, to uh, like that, and then when you have a writer who puts emphasis on storytelling, screenplay, and character depth, this is the package you get from a film, and this is a complete package. Tangle, and the other film, the other film, or rather franchise, which was responsible for changing the way directors look at films in India is Bahubali, and of course, uh, you may hate the film or you may love the film, but you can't deny that it had a big cultural impact in India, um, and uh, and it's and it's not. It's set Sorry? standard compl- exactly. Yeah. We have a new complete standard about other movies to come up. I mean, the upcoming movies. I mean, everyone kept that as a standard, saying that everyone has to compete with that movie. Exactly, and Bahubali is the new standard at the exactly. moment. Yeah. And the reason why Bahubali worked mm-hmm. is because it's a completely fictional tale. Um, it has taken a few inspiration from the Mahabharat and the Ramayana, of course. Uh, but uh, but uh, the characters essentially in the movie are demigods. So you can't really say that the fight scenes are unrealistic. Were they gods? You... Were they? I thought they were normal people. They were were they? Demigods. Demigods. They were demigods. they were the closest we can actually get to demigods. It's and been a few years since I've seen the movie. Believe it or not, Bahubali is the closest we've gotten to a superhero film, or rather, a proper. Dude. I mean, we had movies in the past. Like, what was it? Like, I don't remember the names. Uh, we had superhero movies in the past in India, but none of them. Oh yeah, if you're loud. if you're talking about Krish, yeah, then it, yes, it, yeah. that film that film was did a good job for catering to the young audience, but it wasn't mature enough for the older audience to True. like it as well. Another first part of Krish. I mean, the movie which came before Krish was that. Um, I don't remember. Koi mil gaya. Yeah, uh, that uh, was a really good movie. I mean, we can all we can all agree that that was a rip off of a certain Hollywood film, and I wouldn't really want to talk about that. I mean, because in nineties and the two thousands. I mean, at that time it was um, a good movie. Yes, John but you have to admit that you have to acknowledge the fact that it was it off, obviously uh, a rip off of. Uh, I mean, to be fair though, I mean, speaking yeah. of the nineties. Speaking back to the '90s, many movies in the Indian movies in the '90s and early 2000s directly ripped off concepts from uh, from Hollywood movies and just Indianized it a bit. Like oh, there's yes, one movie, and I forgot the name of the movie, and I won't name the. I won't even if I knew the name, I won't mention it. But there's this one movie which literally scene for scene, shot for shot, ripped off a fight scene from the Matrix. Literally just. Oh yes, of course, and I, I think that movie, was the problem. I know the movie, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> it's so uh, uh, I mean we don't really have to talk about it because the standards of these films are not really good enough uh, to praise them in any way and it's just that uh, that's the thing we we've, we've talked about it before it's just that people have grown up watching these films and only now they are starting to realize that uh, there is quite a lot of potential there was a lot of potential and the indian film industry did not use it to their uh, to um, to the maximum extent and God, the, now these days we have, uh, let's say, the South Indian industry is performing much, much better than Bollywood, and I think everyone uh, yeah, can agree true. to that. Right. And the story, just, yeah, the exactly. Storytelling is not, especially in, like in um, like Kerala and stuff. The uh, people from who make, yeah, the people like, who make, yeah, yeah, amazing plots. And and uh, going with the Malayalam movies, you also have the Kannada film industry, which is catching up. And we all know the two giants as well: the Tollywood film industry and the Kollywood ah, film yes. industry, Telugu and Tamil movies. There was a movie recently made five years ago, I think, called Kaka, which is about these two slum kids trying to get pizza. It was a really, really good movie. Oh like, yes, that was a, a national movie. award-winning film. Really? Okay. Yes, that was Kaka Mutai. Kaka Mutai. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's the thing. Uh, these films. Are really grounded in reality. They do not now. They do not have over-the-top fight sequences or anything. But it's the screenplay that's so riveting that mm. <laughs> you completely have a great experience. Even if and you want to, 
and the kids oh, playing those two characters are really good actors. I'm not sure they did anything after that, but you know. I'm not sure as well, but I hope we get to see more experimental films like this. Oh, and I think of, speaking of Indian movies, I want I want to know your guys' opinion. You know the movies that are like Western movies but set in India, so like Big Dave, but they're like Lion, like Slumdog Millionaire. What do you guys think of those? We had Extraction recently, I think. Yeah, Extraction. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of those movies? Which are set in India, which is about India, kind of. Well, it was Extraction set in India. Was it was it Bangladesh? Where was it set? I'm, uh, I'm not quite sure myself. Oh, I haven't seen that film. I don't remember, but the, um, extraction. Apparently, apparently, it's set in India. I mean, yeah, so some it's, movies it's which in are India. shot in India, it's like in India. Yeah, some Holly, Hollywood in, movies uh, which are shot in Lucknow, India. Lucknow, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but then, yeah, but some movies kind of downgrade India. I mean, showing the slum, the particular area of slum areas, which kind of does exist. They exist in our country. Yeah, that kind of gave I mean, uh, impression to exist, other people then... saying that this is how India looks. Oh, like that. Yes. Yeah, That's that could that could be. I mean, we we have that with our own Bollywood and uh, Indian South Indian industries. Exactly. Well. Kind of degrading India itself. No, but the problem that that's not the issue. The issue is because most, um, let's be honest, most people in the West don't know much about our culture, which is fine. They have their own culture to worry about. But because certain movies like Slumdog Millionaire, they're the first um, window that the that uh, the Western audience sees into Indian culture. If they only see the the really crappy parts of our country, it'll be the entire countries like that when just only some of it is, you know. I know, I know, I agree, yeah, and yeah. I, and I guess I, I guess that shouldn't be a problem because some dog uh, millionaire did not do a bad job at you know degrading India to such big extents or anything. There was some in India, yeah. and that's what they it had to cover. Yes, it was it was uh, pretty well done. And have you seen Hollywood can do more when it comes to shooting films in India? And, have you seen uh, the movie you know, Lion? Have you seen the movie Lion? Um no but I it's heard it's really, a really it's a really good movie based on this Indian kid I forget his name he gets lost but he he goes on a train and gets lost cuz he doesn't realize the train was moving cuz he fell asleep and then he goes to Mumbai or something then he gets and he gets put into an orphanage he gets adopted by this Australian family and he then he grow up Australian and as an adult he um he just uh, met some Indian people from India who went to Australia to study and then after learning uh, Indian culture again from yes. those Indian yes. people he he wanted he realized that he he just remembered his old past and then he spent a couple of years trying to find um uh what's the word yeah he tried to find his original family it's a really riveting story dev patel played it played him the same guy who played the slumdog millionaire guy he's a really good actor oh and the marigold hotel marigold hotel that was a pretty good movie as well the um i forget the name of the full, the full movie but some, it was something something marigold hotel you have dame judy dan she have these yeah. it's a it's That's a british Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, these really good movies set in India, but it's not the most accurate portrayal of India. <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah. And so... oh my god, so yeah, I think we're running out of things to talk about. So I guess we need to we need to we need to end on a high note. So someone say something nice okay. about Bollywood. <laughs> say something nice. Now, 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 look at this. Now, uh, and I think um, we are improving as a film industry, isn't it? and it's it's just that the south indian film industries have been doing a good job at ensuring that this um, uh, the movies take some inspiration not just from hollywood but also from uh, a few asian movies as well and not just that they also add their own ideas and uh, take some inspirations from the previous uh, indian films which have I mean, been really good fair, i mean to be fair many western directors were inspired by japanese directors like akira kurosawa who um, made a, a movie called like um, the seventh samurai which inspired many like you know western cowboy yes, movies yes yes i agree 
So it's like it, it is a back and forth. We take inspiration from one culture, they take inspiration from us, and they take inspiration from that. Blah 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 blah. See, I agree, and that's the thing. The South Indian industry is doing all the right steps to ensure that the film industry proceeds forward. But Bollywood is stuck in this loop, and uh, what they do is essentially they talk about. uh they do these um uh we we have all these issues we talked about and those still uh, issues exist in the indian film industry but specifically they exist in bollywood and and it's uh, it's not really healthy for uh, the audience watching it and uh, it's just that um the promotional materials also uh, make sure they focus on these issues as well they don't really talk about how interesting a film can be or how experimental the film can go for rather they talk about how good the songs are or uh, how good the actors have performed and i think we need to go more than that and i think like i said the south indian industries are doing quite an excellent job at doing that and i think we can all agree to that that's true and uh, before you finish up does anyone have any like um concluding points or anything finishing point not sure what the word is okay this yeah. is the third number party this my tangish skill to going on the train <laughs> So uh when coming to Indian film industry and in Bengal if you guys know about art films they also have like really good stuff that's something uh, we all can learn from Bengali movies also What do you mean They have like daily life things they they call as art films they're not commercial okay. films you know commercial films indie films like have, they they have indie yeah. films over there yes any movie that has this fully produced uh, music or uh, anything like that is a commercial film and it's like right. it has promotions but with art films in bengal they do it really different i i don't know how to speak those names i can just uh, leave a comment on the post but some movies are really good like a lot of uh, film uh, indian film directors or producers can learn from those movies and take a new take on it they can take it to the next level well and to be fair at least our movies are better than some of the um uh <laughs> films i've seen from from nollywood for example that that those <laughs> films are <laughs> like you always that why are you running why are you running like it's better than that at least i mean that they're literally became a meme really that's true why they're very creative I- Why are you running? And I just hope we have this healthy competition between all our industries rather than having all yeah. these egos and you know what? because you know what? South Indian oh, industries yeah. have you know this healthy competition. It would be a really great movie if all I mean if India gave whatever it's best as best at let's say the you know songs being portrayed in movies and then Hollywood ka action and let's say Asian ka plots and all that. No no Asian action cuz they do much Sorry yeah action Asian action. Better. Imagine people made a movie on that like everyone come I mean comes as one and do it okay that's our or, next or, that's or rather next. rather we don't have to do any of that and make sure we have our own uh, take on uh, movies well this, that's that's this, what is needed we need to have new ideas and i right. guess everyone can agree yeah, to that yeah i guess so <laughs> This can go on forever, but unfortunately we have about the patience to talk forever. So let's see Yasin do the promotional stuff. Go. Okay. <laughs> you really do be putting me on the spot. Okay. Be sure to <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to do five stars on Apple Podcast. What? Like, yeah, you have an option to rate our podcast in iTunes and Apple Music, Apple Podcast actually. So you can put five stars on there. You can subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. We're basically on everything, so follow us on that. So you at basically you can't miss us. Spotify. Yeah, we're on every podcasting platform ever basically. <laughs> Except for old school, like I don't know, like thirty-five bit websites or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, if you would like to be featured too, in this, so. if you would like to be featured in a, let's say, next podcast, 
please do uh, follow us on uh, Twitter and just tell us what you guys want to be featured in and all. There's yeah. a very small possibility we might say yes. So take that chance. <laughs> and that's it for today, guys. And I, we hope to see you in the next episode. So see yes. you all. Bye-bye. Jai Ho. Bye-bye. <laughs>